1: If the best version of yourself is in a happy, healthy, loving relationship with healthy communication, you have to stop saying men are trash. You have to stop saying the dating pool is trash. You have to stop saying that there's no good men left or no good women left. You have to stop saying all of this nonsense and you have to work on your communication. You have to stop ghosting people or you have to stop yelling at people or stop being so impulsive with your decisions, right? You have to say that, hey, I overthink and reassurance would really help me not overthink instead of overthinking and then getting mad at people for things that they didn't do because they gave you too much free time and you painted this whole picture in your head of what they were doing when they weren't talking to you when that person was just sleeping. You see what I'm saying? If the best version of yourself has a healthy relationship, make sure you are not the one contributing to the toxicity in your relationships, okay? Because if if Johnny had four apples. You see what I'm saying? If 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 one plus one equals two, that that that's all I'm saying. Okay, the math needs the math, and you cannot be the one screwing up the equation. Okay, you need to do your part. Ask yourself what would the best version of you do? They would take the high road, right? Because they have something to lose. So you need to start acting like you have something to lose. You need to stop acting like you are the right person at the right time every time somebody tries to pick a fight. That is not cute. You might think, oh, this person is a good placeholder for the moment, but the emotional energy that you are giving to that person, your mental energy that you are giving to this person, your focus, you could be putting all of that towards something more productive towards something more fruitful towards something that could lead you closer to the best version of yourself but because you lack boundaries because you do not want to be by yourself because you are so afraid of being lonely you are dealing with this placeholder with these place you are allowing yourself to be somebody's placeholder because you think it's good for now do something better with your time Do something better with your energy. Practice being the best version of yourself today so the actual relationship you want can come into your life. It's not going to come into your life with you just operating like a placeholder. It's not going to come into your life with you thinking that all men are trash. You're going to pick the one that's the least trash but nothing like what you would actually want Because you keep telling yourself all men are trash. You're going to accept the bare minimum. You're going to accept below the bare minimum. Because you are not operating as the best version of yourself right now. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about... Taking accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about being the best version of yourself. Because I know I say becoming a lot, and I mean, technically, it's just semantics, but also it's not just semantics. But what I mean by that is, like, I say becoming all the time like becoming the best version of yourself and that implies that you are not the best version of yourself and you have to get to some destination for that to happen when in reality it just takes a shift like an identity shift a shift in your perspective um an epiphany you know like when people just wake up one day and they just realize they tired of their life and they want to do something different. You know, technically it just takes a shift. And today we are going to be talking about that shift. We are going to be talking about how you can start being the best version of yourself, how you can be your best self today. Because the mistake I have made in the past is thinking that I had to arrive at some destination in order to become the best version of myself, like I had to be making a certain amount, I had to look a certain way, I had to have, you know, certain aspects of my lifestyle had to be a certain way, like I had, I still have the image of what that looks like, but I've realized that It's not about the destination, it's about the process. And every day is part of the process. So instead of just focusing on the destination and focusing on the goal, I have been embracing the journey lately. And recently I just had like an epiphany. I just had a shift. Do y'all hear that? I'm not going to edit that out because I want y'all to know that is my Alexa and that, that's for a habit I'm trying to implement, and I'll get to that in a second. Okay, so yeah, I turn it off. That was my alarm for 8 p.m. because I'm trying to become a morning person. <laughs> I'm trying to be a morning person, and part of the being a morning person means going to bed early, right? Like, it starts the night before. So I set a daily alarm every day at 8 p.m., which signals that I need to start shutting down whatever I'm doing and take my shower, do my nighttime routine and all of that because my goal is to get in bed by 9.30 every night, right? Unless I'm going out, but like 9.30 every night. But we'll talk about that in a second. Anyway, so that was my alarm. But in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about all of the practice emphasis on practical things that I'm going to be doing and things that I've already started doing to be the best version of myself you know how I've recommended that y'all read the book the 12-week year anatomic habits a million times on a bunch of different episodes well yeah these two books are like key key in helping you understand like the I don't know if it's scientific the scientific and all of the like logical reasonings behind everything I'm about to say and they also influenced some of what I'm about to talk about I also started rereading Atomic Habits this week because it's that good so highly recommend so and I will leave those in the description but yeah so basically like I've told y'all before I read the 12-week year and I now plan my year in quarters, right? So it's April at the time I'm recording this, which means it's the start of Q2, the second quarter, which is April, May, June. So I have been, oh, I have finalized my goals for Q2 this week and I... This quarter, I'm focusing on being the best version of myself, right? Q1 was laying the foundation for a bunch of different things that nobody else will really see, but I know I had to do certain things to lay the foundation for a lot of the things I'm going to be doing this year, so I got that done, and Q2 is now me pretty much getting my life together again and doing things where it will be very visible to anybody who knows me or follows me on any social media platform, etc. Because Q2 is about being, it's about embodying the best version of myself today, right, in the present moment. I'm going to be sharing the 10 tips that I have based on everything that I will be doing like as soon as I'm done recording this episode to start being the best version of myself and I would recommend if that's something you are interested in doing these things will practically help you and again I've already started doing some of these things and I've done some of them in the past and they've worked so I'm just like building up on it this quarter so without further ado Let's talk about the things that I am now doing to start being the best version of myself today. Now, first and foremost, I will be leaving um, previous episodes in the description because I don't want to be too redundant. Some of these things I've made whole episodes about that go more in depth and they will help you understand where I'm coming from but I'll give brief summaries. Here are the new things that I'm starting to do and I'm inviting you to do as well. Number one, you need clarity, right? You need to know exactly what the best version of yourself looks like. Nothing else I say will be relevant if you don't know who you are trying to become, if you don't clearly define the identity that you are trying to assume, right? So I have journals that can help you do that. The Visionary Journal, the Relationship Journal. I'll leave them in the description. They're always in the description. But you need to get very clear on what the best version of yourself looks like, right? You need to define what your ideal social life looks like what your ideal lifestyle looks like like what do they do on a day-to-day basis what type of habits what type of things do they say like for example if right now you keep saying stuff like oh i'm bad with directions or i'm not a morning person does the best version of yourself identify as a morning person are they like the opposite of some of the things you say right now you need to know all of this stuff right What does their morning routine look like? What does their nighttime routine look like? What do their financial habits look like? What is their spending like? What does their bank accounts look like? What does their life look like? How do they vacation? What kind of places do they prefer to go to when they go out? What type of activities do they get themselves involved in? What type of hobbies do they have? What do they do on the weekends? What does a healthy lifestyle mean to them? How often do they travel? You need to get very clear on what the ideal version of yourself looks like. What that, what that life is like. What do they do? etc., cetera, et cetera, Everything, right? You need to know what everything looks like. So if you don't know, take some time to clearly define that before you move on otherwise it's not going to make sense right what type of relation what type of friendships do they have how do they show up for their friends how do their friends show up for them what type of spouse romantic relationship do they have etc right you need to know all of these things so that's number 1 i have done this process so i have moved on to step number two, which is set your Q2 goals. What goals, what are your goals for the year and what can you do in Q2 to get you closer to achieving those goals? Or what are just some short-term goals that you want to accomplish in Q2, right? So April, May, June, what can you realistically get done and aspirationally, right? You do want to stretch, But what can you get done in the next three months that will move you closer to um, achieving those goals that you want to achieve for 2023 or your overall goals? What can you do in the next three months to get you closer to that? Now, keep in mind, these goals should obviously align with the best version of yourself, right? So if you say, for example, if you say the best version of yourself is somebody who travels a lot right this quarter it could be that you create a goal to learn more about travel credit cards and how you can use your points to travel for free I've been doing that since college I've never paid for a flight because I have travel credit cards I get my points when I spend my money and I use the points to pay for flights and hotels, right? Because I like to travel. The best version of me likes to travel. So that is something I practically do. If you want to do that but you don't know anything about that right now, a goal in Q2 could be to improve your financial literacy around travel credit cards and maybe open one, right? Obviously be responsible. I'm not just saying to just do, make bad decisions, okay? Anyway... So that's an example. These goals that you set in Q2 should align with the ideal life of the best version of yourself. Because the purpose is to become that person, is to be that person. So you have to start thinking of what type of things do they do and what type of goals would they set? What type of goals do you have to set now to make sure that you are being this person, right? And again that ties in with what the ideal aspects of your life looks like. So you need to set some Q2 goals. Don't just make it financial or professional or career based. Set some personal goals too. Like what like do you want to travel? Do you want to improve your friendships? Do you want to make a new friend? Do you want to take yourself out on your first, your first solo date? Do you want to read Three books, like one per month. Do you want to make a new friend? Do you want to go on a date? Do you want to start dating? Think about the, think about like, really think about your life from a complete perspective, right? In all areas and set goals for that for Q2. Don't just think about money and career goals because you are a whole person. Your life is bigger than just your finances. Yes, that dictates the quality of your life, but you know, there's still other things you can do in the meantime. So I've done the first two. Get clear on what my ideal life looks like in all aspects and set my Q2 goals. Now, this is where we get into things that I have to do. So the third thing is address your limiting beliefs, right? You are who you are today because of the things you believe about life and the things you believe about yourself. And some of the goals you put on your list might not even seem attainable because of some of the current belief systems that you have. So you need to address all of those limiting beliefs, right? Like if you say, for example, you want to make I don't know a hundred thousand dollars this year right maybe you want that to be your annual salary you want to make that in your business and passive income whatever let's just say that's a goal of yours you want to make a hundred thousand dollars well when you think of these goals if there is anything that comes to your mind that makes you shrink or makes you feel like it's not attainable I want you to pay attention to that and focus on where that is coming from, get a pen and paper, get a journal, and start writing down all of the limiting beliefs you have around that goal. So if it's making 100k, maybe you might be thinking, oh, is that greedy of me to ask for so much money? Do I even deserve that much money? Do I have um, enough experience to ask for that on my next job? Or um. I don't want to pay that much in taxes, which by the way, even if you pay more in taxes, when you move up a tax bracket, you still get more money to take home. So at the end of the day, would you rather make more money, pay more taxes, but still have a higher take home pay or make less money and pay less taxes and have less money to spend. You see what I'm saying? Really think through some of these things because some of these things, some of the th- some of the limiting beliefs we have, some of the things we say it just doesn't even make sense, but you don't realize it because you never really thought about it. You just heard people say it so much, you adopted it, but you never really applied common sense to the equation. That's why I'm challenging you to really write these things down and address it. Because the best version of yourself and these limiting beliefs cannot coexist, okay? One has to go. You can either sacrifice the best version of yourself and continue to live in mediocrity, or you can address those limiting beliefs because you're not going to get very far if you don't shift your beliefs and therefore your identity, okay? And again, if you read Atomic Habits, all of this will make sense. I highly recommend. For the life of me, if you listen to Nothing I Say, please read Atomic Habits and read The 12-Week Year. These two books have changed my life, okay? They have practical advice. It's not just all theory. They, They literally have practical advice and explanations for everything, and it's extremely helpful. Highly recommend I will leave them in the description. Do yourself a favor, please read those two books. Now, as I was saying, you need to address your limiting beliefs because your limiting beliefs make you affirm things that don't align with the best version of yourself. For example, me knowing that the best version of myself has a productive morning routine where I wake up at 6 a.m. and I go to Pilates and then I start my day, but the current me, right now, keep saying, I'm not a morning person. You see how that doesn't make sense? You see how the two doesn't align? How do I expect to be the best version of myself who is a morning person when I keep saying, I'm not a morning person? If I had to challenge those limiting beliefs or, you know, any thoughts, when I say limiting beliefs, I mean any thoughts that go against the goals, right? If I had to challenge that belief of, I'm not a morning person, quote unquote, that would be because I tend to sleep in and I find it hard to wake up on mornings. Well, why is that? Because I spend hours scrolling on TikTok or listening to music before I go to bed and I end up going to bed around 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. Sometimes I even stay up really late every now and then because I just find that I can't sleep because, because I don't even know. I, I literally don't even know. Sometimes I just, sometimes I can't turn off my mind and I just keep thinking about random stuff, right? I go into a whole nother world and I just, before, when I look at my phone, I see it's like two, three in the morning and I know I, I'm supposed to wake up at 6am and if I wake up at 6am, realistically, I'll be pretty much half dead throughout the day because I didn't get any sleep. You 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 see you see how we already identified the problem that is why you heard my alarm because i am starting to train myself to go to bed earlier to get in bed by 9:30 so i can start training myself to fall asleep earlier so i can be a morning person and it's not just me keeping the same bad habits of going to bed late and forcing myself out of bed After three hours of sleep, because that's also not healthy. And being healthy is a core value of mine. So I cannot sacrifice that value because I'm not willing to change my bad habits. You see what I'm saying? That's why you need to address these limiting beliefs, address these things you say about yourself if they are not in alignment with the best version of yourself. And I mean big and small things. Like, don't overlook anything because it could have a bigger impact than you think. Pay attention to all of the things you say about yourself and ask yourself if that's still an identity that you want to keep now that you are trying to be the best version of yourself. Look at who the best version of yourself is. Look at their life and assess whether or not the things you constantly say about yourself are things that align with that or things that you should get rid of, things that you need to address. If the best version of yourself is in a happy, healthy, loving relationship with healthy communication, you have to stop saying men are trash. You have to stop saying the dating pool is trash. You have to stop saying that there's no good men left or no good women left. You have to stop saying all of this nonsense and you have to work on your communication. You have to stop ghosting people or you have to stop yelling at people or stop being so impulsive with your decisions, right? You have to say that, hey, I overthink and reassurance would really help me not overthink instead of overthinking and then getting mad at people for things that they didn't do because they gave you too much free time and you painted this whole picture in your head of what they were doing when they weren't talking to you when that person was just sleeping. You see what I'm saying? If the best version of yourself has a healthy relationship, make sure you are not the one contributing to the toxicity in your relationships, okay? Because if if Johnny had four apples, you see what I'm saying? If 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 one plus one equals two, that that that's all I'm saying. Okay, the math needs the math and you cannot be the one screwing up the equation. Okay, you need to do your part. So work on your boundaries and stop deflecting and saying, Oh, this is trash, this person is trash, whatever, whatever. Worry about why you keep accepting the trash, okay? Work on your boundaries, work on your communication, work on your self-esteem, work on your self-concept. When you think about your limiting beliefs, when you address the things that you constantly say, you will see whether or not you have a part to play in A, B, and C. Go as deep as you need to to get to the bottom of the problem because at the end of the day, if it doesn't align With your ideal life, it has to go. You need to do what you need to do to get rid of it. Anything that you constantly say about yourself, anything that you believe, even in passing, even as a joke, you have to address everything that does not align with the best version of yourself. Okay, That's number three. Address all of your limiting beliefs after you... Clarify your ideal life and you assess your goals. Everything that goes against these goals and your best version of your life has to go. If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com slash journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich but you're the Filet-O-Fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the Filet-O-Fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. ba 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 ba
1: Number four, rewrite your story. I'm going to be doing this as well. So basically, after you address all of your limiting beliefs, for example, what I said about the morning person, I have had a habit of saying I'm not a morning person. I have to now rewrite my story and say I'm a morning person. I love waking up at 6 a.m. I love going to Pilates at 6.30 or 7 or whatever, whenever time I decide to go in the morning, right? I have to rewrite the story That aligns with the best version of myself. That's why you need to get clear on what the ideal lifestyle of your best self looks like. What does their morning look like? That's how you need to start writing your story. I believe it's also called scripting. You can do it every day. You can do it one time. Do what works for you. Don't do something you hear people say and then it becomes a chore to you. You have to be intentional about these things, okay. Most importantly, you have to be intentional. If somebody says, "Write this down every day," yes, there's benefits to that, and you could get there faster. But like I said, we'll get to we'll, we'll get we'll get to how it's not a one side one size fits all approach in all of this, okay. But the point being. Now that you've addressed your limiting beliefs, you need to rewrite your story, which is most likely going to be the opposite of all these limiting beliefs, right? So with me saying I'm not a morning person, now I have to paint the picture of me being a morning person and why I like it and what I do in the morning. And all of these things are going to align with my goals and the ideal life of the best version of myself. I'm going to do that in every aspect of my life so that I can have a a clear picture of what it takes to be the best version of myself. Side note: I know you've heard people talking about, um, like, being the best version of yourself, and like, or actually. More specifically, I know you've heard people talking about attracting abundance and financial abundance and all of that. And then they always tell you to act like that person. And then if you're like me, the first thought is, okay, but my bank account doesn't reflect that. Like, do I go into Chanel and spend money I don't have? Well, this this what I'm telling you to do right now is what they mean by act like that person. You may not have the money, but if you can embody their morning routine, their nighttime routine, their workout routine, their work routine, their productivity routine, if you be that person, naturally everything else will fall into place, okay? So that's that's where I'm going with all of this stuff, this rewriting your story, etc., right? You need to rewrite your story and flip some of those limiting beliefs right the story of what the ideal version of yourself looks like. Now, it's kind of, not redundant, but essentially when you get clear on what the ideal version of your life looks like in all aspects, it's essentially kind of like the same thing, except with rewriting your story, you you have to work on reversing the things that go against that, right? Let me go to number five because they are kind of similar and it would make more sense. So number 5, the fifth thing I'm doing is I am writing affirmations for all of my Q2 goals. Now, some people are big on affirmations and they're very good at it. Don't get here, here's 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 my stance, right? I know affirmations work. I've had times where I was very diligent in saying my affirmations and they started coming true. But I, I think I haven't, I didn't, I didn't stumble across a process that worked for me. Because even though I saw them coming, and I'm just being transparent, even though I saw these affirmations manifesting, even though the things I was saying started coming true and I liked it, unfortunately, the habits of actually saying it did not stick with me. And when people say they can say their affirmations all the time every day, I'm not going to lie. I kind of envy that because I'm just like, I don't know why it's hard for me to do something that I know will work and something that I know is good for me. You see what I'm saying? I'm just being transparent. So let me tell you what I'm doing now because I feel like this would be an easier way for me to ease it back into um, affirmations. So what I'm going to do, I'm giving y'all literally all the cheat codes, literally everything I plan on doing. I'm telling, all, I'm telling it to you in this episode. I'm telling you all of it. So what I plan on doing on the topic of affirmations is all of the stuff that I wrote down for defining my ideal life, as well as rewriting my story after I addressed those limiting beliefs, Um, And all of the goals that I I listed for Q2. I'm going to write all of them down. And I'm going to write affirmations for each one of them. Now when I say write, I mean type. Okay? Because that's a lot. I'm going to type on a word doc the affirmations that align with the lifestyle of the best version of myself. So if we use the morning Um, person example again the morning person goal I'm going to say I for example this is not exactly what I'm going to write I'm going to make it more you know I'm going to add a little more sauce but basically I'm going to start saying things like I go to bed at 9 30 p.m every night and I wake up at 6 a.m feeling well rested and ready to start my day then I get ready, I go to Pilates, I meditate, I journal, whatever. I'm not actually going to be doing all of these things because I've tried and it doesn't work for me. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But whatever my morning, my ideal morning routine is, I'm going to put that in the affirmation, right? In the story, like maybe about three to five sentences that define my lifestyle for each goal for each affirmation so when I affirm that I'm a morning person I'm going to paint the story of going to bed early waking up early well rested and what I do in the morning and add some type of feeling associated to it right like I feel well rested I'm so happy and proud of myself that I'm now a morning person etc I'm going to do that for every single one of my goals and then I'm going to record it I'm going to record it in my own voice because it's going to be a lot. I'm going to record it because I used to fall asleep to sleep affirmations and they really used to help. I'm not even going to lie. They really used to help, especially when I would wake up and snooze my alarm for a few times. Mind your business. When I would wake up and snooze my alarm, so I was still like very much almost asleep but still awake Like, those affirmations, because I I would listen to the nine-hour ones that would play all night into the next day, I would wake up to them, and I feel like, you know, it would definitely impact my mood. And, you know, it, it started imprinting on me. So, And I also heard that when you play affirmations or record them and play them in your own voice, it helps because it's like you talking to yourself and reaffirming yourself. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to make my own eight or nine hour affirmation loop and I'm going to record it for all of my goals and I'm going just like how I record my episodes I'm going to record it and put it on loop for nine hours then I'm going to put it on Apple Music and then I'm going not not like publicly for all of y'all but like i figured out a way to do that. Basically, if I just open it on my laptop after I save it in MP3, it will go to my Apple Music, and then I can play it on my phone. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to make my own nine-hour loop for all of my goals, defining my ideal life, and then I'm going to create a routine on my Echo Dot with Alexa, and I'm going to tell her to play my affirmations Every night at 9 30 p.m. because that's the time I'm supposed to be in bed. Play my affirmations every night at 9 30 p.m. so I will fall asleep to it and I will wake up to it. And because it will be on my phone on Apple Music, I'm also going to play it in the background throughout the day, like while I'm working, while I'm driving, not on high volume, sometimes on low volume, like just to have it in the background so it's still like imprinting in my subconscious mind while I'm doing different things and also so that I remember exactly what I'm working on because sometimes when you don't look at your goals you tend to forget like what you need to do to accomplish them because out of sight out of mind right so I'm saying just like how I record podcast episodes I'm going to also record my affirmations and I'm going to create a routine and have it plain when I take my walks when I work out just all the time right that way I have it I can easily listen to it instead of trying to create a routine where I have to wake up and say it every day and it feels like a chore because I'm not there yet I'm going to just make it easier for myself and start playing it in the background like a song so yeah highly recommend I'm looking forward to doing that I'm really excited about that one to be honest but anyway the sixth thing is systems create systems for all of my q2 goals again atomic habits if you have not read the book what are you doing what are you doing are you even serious are you even serious about being your best self read the book thank me later okay everybody who has read the book based on my recommendation has thanked me afterwards okay that is my favorite book that is hands down the best book i've ever read okay go read it just just don't don't just don't even just go read it okay In summary, the book will tell you how to do everything about creating systems and habits and why it's important and give you examples and practical advice. It's amazing, right? But in brief summary, when you just set a goal, you're not guaranteed to achieve it because winners and losers have the same goals. What makes winners winners is they have habits and systems Where they make sure they do things that will improve their skill or make them get better every day at doing the things that will help them achieve the goal. When you create systems, it becomes a habit. Habits and systems are like essentially the same thing, right? But, you know, context. Read the book, just read the book. But for example, I can say I want to be a morning person, but if I just ignore everything about my life and just set an alarm at 6 a.m. every day, how effective do you think that would be? Let me tell you, not effective at all because I've tried to do this my whole life and I started saying I'm not a morning person. However, what the book says with systems, if you create systems to help you become a morning person, you're more likely to naturally be a morning person. Um, and that would just be a part of your identity instead of just making it a goal and all you do is set an alarm. The alarm is like an outcome-based result. You need to focus on changing your identity and creating systems and then the outcome will take care of itself. In other words, instead of just setting the alarm, I need to make sure that I improve my nighttime routine so that I'm in bed early. And I can wake up early. And then when I wake up early, I actually have a routine to wake up to. So I don't just wake up and I feel like, oh, what do I do now? Because if that's the thought, then I'll just snooze the alarm or turn it off and sleep until I have to start work, right? I need to create systems around that goal so that I will naturally just start waking up early. But yeah, so systems. What are your systems? Instead of just creating the goals and like, just, I don't know, waiting for it to happen or just doing a few things a day, create systems that will naturally help the goal achieve itself. Okay, here's here's, here's one. If you say you want to grow on social media, your goal might be to get 10,000 followers by the end of the month. That's cute, right? That's a cute goal. But realistically, you need to focus on your system. So what might that look like? Your systems might look like creating a posting schedule. Create a schedule to where you create content. Set aside a day or a time for creating content every day. And then set aside another time for editing and scheduling your content and then set aside another time for engaging with your audience, and then set aside another time for researching, um, like, trends, or looking at other accounts, seeing what they're doing, not to copy it, but, like, just doing market research, basically. So, and then also, like, figure out ways to learn and grow. So, if you say you want to grow 10k followers, and, like, if you just have a goal to grow your Instagram or your TikTok to 10,000 followers, that's cute, but that doesn't tell you anything about how you achieve it. How you actually achieve it is you create a system. And notice after you create these systems, you will exceed that 10K goal because as long as you continue to do that, your page will just naturally grow because the system will now be in place to help you grow your social media platform and it's it will eventually become a routine and then... Like you will just naturally start to have organic growth because you have a system in place where let's say on Mondays you draft out all of the content you want to create that week. You plan it out, you do research, you see what's trending and you create a document where you plan out everything that you're going to create that week. Then on Tuesday, you record everything. Then on Wednesday, you you edit and you schedule everything. If you do that every week for the next three months, you will get more than 10,000 followers because you have now created a system that is going to help you be consistent. You hear people on social media, you hear content creators, you hear business owners, you hear every successful person at something Always give you the number one piece of advice on getting success in that area is being consistent. They always tell you, my biggest tip to you is to just be consistent. What the hell does that mean? I just told you what that means. To be consistent, you have to have a system that will allow you to be consistent. It's not just, oh, post every day and then you think you just have to create content every single day and post every single day. That will get all very quick. You need an actual system. It might not be a different day for everything. It might just be one hour out of every day to do what you can, one hour out of every day to create maybe two TikToks or two reels or two posts, whatever, right? If it's something you prefer to do on a daily basis, cool. If it's something where you know you need to batch, like one day for planning, one day for editing, one day for recording, one day for posting and engaging, do what works for you, but the system is how you become consistent. And then naturally, as you are consistent, it will grow. That's the piece they miss. To be consistent, you need a system because you are not going to feel like doing stuff every day. But if you say, let's say you want to do YouTube and you post once a week. If you have that system of planning, recording, editing, post and um, scheduling um. Every week, and you record two episodes every week, right? In that planning session, you record two episodes. Just by doing that, you will always be one week ahead because by doing two and only releasing one a week, you already have for the following week. You see what I'm saying? So, if next week you don't feel like recording, if you know, if life happens, if something happens where you can't record, then you already have one. That is scheduled because your system tells you to do two per week. So if something happens next week and you can't record, you already have one scheduled from last week. And then obviously you would have to start back again next week in doing the two. But that system could cover you for when you don't feel like doing something one week. Now I'm not saying just slack off because you have one um, already recorded. But I'm saying... When in times where life happens, that's how you stay covered. That's how you still remain consistent, despite when you have those low moments or when things come up. You have to have the system to cover for that. You have to have the system in order to be consistent, okay? So that's the piece they don't tell you before they say, My number one tip is to just be consistent. That's how you be consistent, okay? You need a system. So I'm creating systems for all of my goals. I'm not just having the goal and then just staring at it every day until it happens. I'm creating the system, I'm creating the habits. But if you read Atomic Habits, you will know that the one way to make the only way to make these systems stick, the only way to keep these habits is to shift your identity. And by doing that, you have to address those limiting beliefs and rewrite your story and stop saying the things that directly go against that ideal life. Okay. So all of this, you, like you have to do all of these things, okay? Some of them you cannot skip. Like you, you, can't, you can't skip addressing your limiting beliefs. It's not just some hoopla. It's not just some lala nonsense I'm telling you. If you continue to say you're not a morning person, every time that alarm goes off at 6 a.m., you're going to snooze it. Don't say I didn't tell you, okay? Read the book. Read the book. It does a way better job of explaining and going in depth than me. But that's number six create systems if you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while i was talking you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what i'm saying applies to you then my question is why stop there i use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and To also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com slash journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. The seventh thing is not an extensive process, it's just a simple question. And that is, what would the best version of me do? Every time you find yourself in a situation where You have to do something and you don't feel like doing it. Or you have to do anything. Or you have to make any decision. And you're confused, you're not sure, or whatever it is. Just get into the habit of asking yourself, what would the best version of me do? When your alarm goes off in the morning and you know you have to get up but you don't want to, what would the best version of me do? They would get up, right? When somebody cuts you off in traffic... What would the best version of the What would the best version of you do, mm? as the Christian, God-fearing person you call yourself? What would that person do? Would they go off and scream at them, like you do today? Would they engage in road rage? Now Christians aren't perfect, but I'm just saying if the best version of you is not driven by ego when people do nonsense do you respond as the egotistical hot-tempered person you are today or do you pause and think what would the best version of you do i don't think you would be listening to this podcast if the best version of yourself was mediocre, right? I don't think you would even be thinking of the concept of a best version of yourself if they were mediocre, right? Because you could just be that today. You see what I'm saying? Like, you don't. You, you see what I'm saying? So the best version of yourself, I'm going to assume they are not mediocre. I'm going to assume they are very successful. I'm going to assume they're living a great life. With that being said, I'm going to assume that they have something to lose. They have quite a lot to lose, right? So with that in mind, If you are somebody who has a lot to lose, you will not be engaging in foolishness. So when the opportunity comes where you can either turn the other cheek or you can act a fool, ask yourself, what would the best version of you do? They would take the high road, right? Because they have something to lose. So you need to start acting like you have something to lose. You need to stop acting like you are the right person at the right time every time somebody tries to pick a fight. That is not cute. That is not what the best version of yourself would do. The best version of yourself does not have time to engage in people who don't like you, to engage in people who disagree with how you live your life, to engage with people who always have something to say, to engage with people who secretly hate on you but pretend to be your friend. Why are you making time to teach them a lesson. You, you don't have more important things to do with your time? I'm sure the best version of yourself does. So start acting like them. Ask yourself, what would the best version of me do in this situation? Because in order for you to be that person, start acting like them. You need to also start resolving conflicts like them. Would the best version of you be with that person that you are with? Mm-hmm. I'm in your business now. With the best version of you being that person that you be with that person that you are with right now. Or are you just with them because you think this is a good place to rest my head right now? This is a this is a good placeholder until I have the things I want to have so I can get the person that I actually want to be with. Be honest with yourself. You don't have to tell me I can't hear you, but. What would the best version of you do? Because you might think, oh, this person is a good placeholder for the moment. But the emotional energy that you are giving to that person, your mental energy that you are giving to this person, your focus, you could be putting all of that towards something more productive, towards something more fruitful. Towards something that could lead you closer to the best version of yourself. But because you lack boundaries, because you do not want to be by yourself, because you are so afraid of being lonely, you are dealing with this placeholder, with these placeholders. You are allowing yourself to be somebody's placeholder because you think it's good for now. Do something better with your time. Do something better with your energy practice being the best version of yourself today so the actual relationship you want can come into your life. It's not going to come into your life with you just operating like a placeholder. It's not going to come into your life with you thinking that all men are trash. You're going to pick the one that's the least trash but nothing like what you would actually want because you keep telling yourself all men are trash. You're going to accept the bare minimum. You're going to accept below the bare minimum. Because you are not operating as the best version of yourself right now. Stop giving placeholder energy. You need to be the best version of yourself in all aspects of your life. And that's easier said than done. Because you, you could have been wasting your time for quite a while now in this relationship, in these friendships, in these situations. They're not necessarily, you know, easy to get rid of at the snap of a finger. I understand that, but I'm just saying, if you know you're a placeholder, if you know that person is a placeholder, start um, getting your life together. Start getting your life together because you can be manifesting all these other areas of your life and giving placeholder energy to somebody you're spending a significant portion of your time with. Okay? Don't do that to yourself. I'm not going to allow you to do that to yourself so what would the best version of yourself do okay friend so that's like all of the practical tips that i have the last three are just some you know just just some advice just some friendly advice and that is number eight or oh, the first piece of advice is to just give yourself grace as you implement these systems and habits and as you, you know, stop being a placeholder. <clears throat> yeah, as you um, work on that, give yourself grace. Give yourself grace. If you make progress in one area, even if it's a very tiny area, but you fail at everything else or struggle at everything else today, celebrate that one area. Celebrate that one area. If, you're, if one of your goals is to become a morning person and you have this whole routine of, um, I'm not saying this is the recommended routine, but based on the aesthetic routine that we see all over TikTok, you know, the wake up at 6 a.m., go to the gym, make an avocado toast, a protein thing, journal, gratitude, pray, start the day, whatever. You know, you don't like that aesthetic morning routine. If that is your idea of a perfect morning routine for the best version of yourself, Even if you did not wake up at 6 a.m. like you were supposed to. Even if you wake up at 9 a.m., start it at 9 a.m. Start the routine at 9 a.m. That might be a struggle if you have to go to work. You know, and that's obviously why you should wake up earlier to do it. But even if you can't do it at 9 a.m., if you can do it on your lunch hour, if you can do the meditation or the visualization or the journaling or the prayer or a a quick workout session maybe if you work from home if you didn't get to do it in the morning because you woke up late do it when you wake up or do it throughout the day do it after work like celebrate the small wins it doesn't have to be perfect but if you can at least get yourself into just doing it, you can adjust the time you do it later. But celebrate the small wins and don't beat yourself up if you start today and then you don't do it or you start and you had a 5 week streak and then you couldn't do it this week, pick up next week. It's it's a process. It's not an overnight thing, right? Read the book Atomic Habits, please. It will make it will explain all of this to you so beautifully it would just make perfect sense but yes give yourself some grace and celebrate your wins and don't beat yourself up if you don't just wake up and start implementing all these habits overnight okay because it's not a one-size-fits-all that's a second piece of advice it's not a one-size-fits-all approach some people if you if you want to work out right because some people don't if you want to work out Most people work out in the morning, or at least they show it as part of being the, you know, quote unquote, quote unquote, aesthetic routine, morning routine. Most people work out in the morning, but if it makes more sense to you, for you and your schedule to work out during lunchtime or after work or evenings or wherever, do that. Okay. If it makes more sense for you to pray before you go to bed do that. Or like if you don't want to do the typical like the 5 minute journal thing, if you just want to write down things you're gra- grateful for or just write down your thoughts, write down your dreams something, do that, right? Th- there's all of this aesthetically pleasing routines online. If it does not work for you, don't do it. I'm not doing that. I tried. I'll be honest with you, I tried. I tried the whole Wake up, visualize, journal, pray, stretch. I tried stretching, then I tried yoga, then I tried a a routine. I don't do any of that. I I do not do any of that right now. What works for me right now is waking up, going to Pilates, coming back, eating breakfast, and starting work. That's pretty much it. I listen to my gospel music on my way there. That's my, you know, prayer time. I pray when I just wake up. But like the devotion and stuff, it it doesn't always fit into the morning. So I do it after work and that's what works for me, right? Do what works for you. Stop looking at all these aesthetic morning routines online. Your day does not have to look like everybody else's. Do what works for you. Do what fuels you. Do what inspires you. Do what's necessary based on the goals that you have, okay? That's why I said you need to define your ideal life. Don't worry about what other people are doing, okay? Give yourself some grace and understand it's not a one-size-fits-all. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Do what works for you. And also, just because you miss one thing, do not put off everything else. If you woke up late, keep to the routine, okay? It's better to do it later than to never do it. You have to start somewhere. You can tweak along the way, but celebrate those small wins and don't put off everything and beat, up your, beat yourself up because you didn't do everything perfectly. And read the book Atomic Habits. Please, read it. If you listen to nothing, I say read it. But yeah, so that that is the 10 things I had to say. These are the 10 things that I will be doing. Just to recap, number one, get clear on your ideal life and what the best version of yourself looks like in all aspects of your life. Number two, set your Q2 goals, your goals for April, May, and June, or annually, if that's how you prefer to do it, I just prefer to do it quarterly now based on the 12-week year. Number three, address all of your limiting beliefs. Do not skip this step, okay? If you keep telling yourself money doesn't grow on trees and you have a poverty mindset, stop expecting to manifest abundance, okay? Address all of your limiting beliefs. Number four, rewrite your story. After you address those limiting beliefs, rewrite the story based on what you would like to believe instead. Number five, affirmations for all of your goals. Vividly paint the picture. Write how you feel now that you do these things. Speak in the present tense. So say, I am now a morning person. I'm so happy that I go to bed early now. I wake up feeling well rested and ready to start my day I do this and that in the morning. Paint the picture. Don't just say I am a morning person. Go in depth. To describe what it looks like. Say those affirmations. If you want, take my idea. Record yourself doing it on loop. By the way, shout out to one of my friends, Jalen. She actually gave me the idea to record my affirmations initially. And I started doing it on some app, but they would only let me do three. But since I started listening to the eight and nine hour um, sleep affirmations, I decided to just make it about all of my goals and then create my own loop and fall asleep to it. So steal that idea if you want. But number five is affirmations for all your goals. Number six, systems for all your goals. The systems will make the goals take care of themselves. Number seven, what would your best self do? Ask yourself this all the time. Act like you have something to lose, okay? Because the best version of yourself does. Start acting like you have some sense. Start acting like the best version of yourself. In every situation, ask yourself, what would my best self do? And number eight Give yourself some grace as you implement these systems and habits. Number nine, just because you miss one thing, don't put off everything else. Celebrate the wins and just keep trying until you have everything down. Okay, The book Atomic Habits will tell you that it uses the example of an election. In an election, there's going to be votes for both sides, for both parties, right? You don't have to get all of the votes, but you just have to get a majority of the votes to win an election. Same thing applies with your um, systems and your habits. Every system, every task, everything you do is you casting a vote for the type of person you want to become, the best version of yourself or the current version of yourself, so you will miss a few things you don't have to get everything right you just have to get the majority of things right okay if you miss one thing don't put off everything else celebrate the wins and try to get the majority of things right you can aim for everything yes but in the beginning it's going to be hard to try to get everything right so just celebrate the wins and try to get most things try to cast more of your votes for the type of person that you want to be based on the actions that you do. And last but not least, it's not a one-size-fits-all approach. Don't worry about what the best version of somebody else looks like. Don't worry about all of these aesthetically pleasing morning routines, nighttime routines, workout routines, productivity routines. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. Don't try to do it. Take what resonates, leave what doesn't. Do what works best for you and only you that's all I have to say in today's episode and I will talk to you next Sunday now get to work